Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And welcome, everyone. We are here in this episode truly celebrating New Earth, New Earth Day. We are in a great shift and New Earth solutions abound. And one of the best and most loving places we can be inspired with New Earth solutions is out in nature. It is our connection with nature. Nature is the universe in action. And my guest today is a nature intuitive here to share on how we can become so closely aligned with the natural world and truly create a beautiful experience with this wisdom. Ana Maria Vasquez is here with us, and she is going to share about her multisensory animal and nature intuitiveness. Let's welcome Ana Maria to Quantum Conversations. Hello, Ana Maria. Oh, my goodness, sweet soul. I am beyond delighted to be here having this conversation, engaging with these amazing, beautiful souls who have gathered. And what a great conversation, you know, a quantum conversation about our, (laughs) you know, our natural alliance with the natural world. Oh, my goodness, I am in. (laughs) Yes, um, it, you know. Ana Maria, when you and I spoke, this was well before our world shifted. So let's take a moment. And I first want to welcome you. And I want to honor you as a fellow plant music lover and creator. You too have been working with plant music. And this is so beautiful because nature is here to uplift us. And we'll talk about plant music and how you use it. Um, But let's first talk about this great shift that we are in and how um, there right now we're in the same state as well. Look up in the sky. 
in our state where we're at, we used to have F quality air along the front range, and it is now clear and crystal. And that right there is um, building an appreciation on all new levels for nature. It is, and it's phenomenal to me. Like you said, we had our conversation uh, before all of this happened, <laughs> and, you know, we both were like, there were so many different directions we could go. You know, my own my own portfolio is, it's there's a lot there in a lot of different directions, and so, you know, I just let, we left it with me in the listening of what was going to be needed, and still, before that all went, I went through the whole collection. I was like, you know what? It is about our sacred alliance and understanding that because the animals and the plants have a vested, and the rocks too, don't let me leave anybody out, mm-hmm. they have a vested interest in us remembering and getting it. So I had gotten really strongly that this was the conversation for us to have and what, you know, in addition to everything else that has shifted, one of the amazing things, like you said, to the air quality um, on the planet as a whole, we're seeing this thriving of the earth, of the plants, of the mm-hmm. animals. And what's interesting, because you know, you know me, just like you and everybody listening, I always got to go interdimensional in here. And the <laughs> first few days when everything started uh, slowing down, coming into this global pause, that veil was so thin. I mean, I, of course, am always hearing mm. it and picking it up, but I was like, this is so thin. And then I started, uh, you know, talking with other clients, with colleagues, with other people, and noticing the experiences that they were having. And then my beloved partner and I started having uh, concurrent dream experiences. Wow. <laughs> and so we were noticing this malleability between the realms. And this is the time for those of you who are new to connecting with the animals, with the plants, with the rocks, with nature. This is the time to do it because the frequency is turned up and all the other noise is turned down. And for those who have been, you know, on their path of expansion and connection, this is the time to do your up leveling this is the time to go to that next level of connection because it is so amplified and so much easier for us to connect in even for those because i can hear you guys those of you in the bigger cities who are seriously in a quarantine and you, you can't get out to the natural places um you are specifically being called to connect energetically and to practice those energetic connections with the natural world because the trees, the rocks, the landscapes, the mountains, they are yeah. all natural antennas and they they conduct this life force energy and it creates an amplification for us in what we're putting out there to call in and manifest, but also for what the, the guidance that we're always asking for. You know, the trees laugh all the time at us, <laughs> and they're, they're like, you humans ask continually, but you rarely just stop and listen. 
Because <laughs> we're so yeah. conditioned to not have our needs met and to not get answers. So many of us grew up as that sensitive child that was told, you know, stop it with the questions <laughs> and, you know, knock it off. And so we have this condition we, where we don't understand how to just receive. And the trees, the plants, the rocks, the animals, they want to help us connect. They're the portal for us. They want to help us connect. And so that may seem incredulous or woo-woo to some, but it is so amazing because here we've got some beautiful technology, the plant music machine from Dom on Her, that actually expresses the energy of plants and trees in music. And so... Um, that's one tool, but you mentioned as well that we can just go in with our intention. We can bring nature into our home and connect. You know, we can use aromatherapy. There are essences and sprays with the plants that want to connect us, so they are our portal. It is a natural world. Let's talk a little bit first before we get further into that, I want to back up and ask you more about the veil being thin. And this does tie into people tuning in to messages. We've had people being able to get the messages from trees. In fact, just today, you got messages. You got laughter from the trees. When you and your beloved had the same dreams, can you share more on that malleability between the realms. What have you noticed? Well, like I said, it's the quieting down of the planet. So you even know, I mean, you see it in the air quality because there's less traffic going on above on the planet. But also, you know, people who live near major roads, they, they're used to that hum, that industrial hum that's going mm. on all the time. And that is yet another frequency that buffers, scrambles those natural frequencies that are trying to come in, which is why the longer we as humans, remember, the reason we're hard, hardwired to receive these messages is because we are nature. We've no. just done come out of the forest not that long ago, you know. Mm -hmm. But the longer <laughs> that we've been out of the forest, the more that we are continually bathed in the synthetics, you know, the, the fake light, the fake air conditioning, the getting up at different times that aren't a natural cycle or a rhythm, the more radio frequencies, microwave frequencies, the EMFs that we're constantly being bombarded with that we can't see, all of that turns our natural signal down. And so if you're not already calibrated into those frequencies for listening in for the guidance in your own life or, or for your family or, or, or whatever it is, however, for whatever reason you're connecting in, it's harder and harder to find that frequency. So now when the world has slowed down and that hum, one of the noises is down, yes. we can connect in a greater way. So the divine auspiciousness of us having this conversation today in the midst of this global pause 
is perfect and we know that yes. nothing happens by accident and no. so those who are listening in who have that connection to the natural realm again whether you have a full understanding of it or whether it's unfolding for you every day it matters that you're here hearing this because you're at a point in our human history, in our modern human history, where there has not been a silencing on the planet like this since we lived in the woods. <laughs> and <laughs> it is a time to reclaim your natural birthright. That's why it's so auspicious that, and why, why yeah. the trees were so flipping excited <laughs> when I was talking to them this morning. Because oh. I, I, I work with the trees and the rocks and the animals like most people do their staff, you know. So my morning yeah. staff meeting is trees and rocks and animals and, and ancestors. And when I'm going over my day with them and I'm like, how can, this, how can I serve? And this is what the calendar is showing. And when I got to this conversation, it was anyone who's listening who knows about fairy rings. It was intoxicating, like a fairy ring. The lightness, the laughter that came from the trees and their giddiness. Oh. Because, again, they know a tree who knows a human who needs to hear this stuff? <laughs> and so they work that wood wide web and it goes out. And some of you were planning on being here and then you saw a last minute email and you got a nudge or whatever it was. And here you are. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, that makes sense. And, you know, I yes. work with folks the whole gamut, those who secretly talk to the trees and have yes. a cover story in case somebody walks up. <laughs> All the way to those of us that are like, if you see me talking to a tree, mind your own business. It's a private conversation. You know? <laughs> so, but it's this joyfulness and this curiosity and the possibilities that they're calling us to remember and to return to. Yes, I love that. I am it, so happy. Okay, I know many of us listening have names for trees. Um, we listening to this show absolutely love the trees. We hear the trees. So for anyone who is new, just know that, wow, it is real. And it is, um, when you hear the trees, it is amazing. Um, we work to save the trees in our neighborhood and protect them. Um, and Anna Maria, that's why it's so interesting that you were out with the trees this morning and felt their elation. So, you know, this would be a good moment to share a little music from a tree, yes. from a forest. And we're, it's a forest in the same, I love you how you called it the wood wide web, because <laughs> I really truly believe that, especially in the natural forest, the trees are connected underneath it is an organism beyond just one tree science is even proving this and well we know that about aspen trees certainly and even the trees in the suburbs that were planted uh, I still believe that they are connected underground as well um, so shall we listen to a song of Mabel in the forest yeah, let me explain something. Now, this is your recording, but this is so exciting because people are, I mean, they're going to be like, wow, they're going to be moved by this music. 
But what people don't understand is the trees, the plants, every living thing out in nature is emitting these frequencies all of the time, but it's outside of our human audible range. And so this amazing technology from northern uh, Italy allows us to translate that bioenergetic field of the plant into an audible tone, and it it happens to be musical tones, but it is a it, it's phenomenal. And I have seen I've been witness to plants working with a musician, a singer, um, and mimicking the notes because once the plant learns how that technology works, it can choose its own notes. So it's so phenomenal and cutting edge (laughs) and revealing of what we already know, but as humans, you know, we're a little slow at getting it, this connectedness that's happening all at once. The the plant music always brings me to tears because it goes straight into that heart chakra. So I'm I'm so excited to meet your tree. Yay, Mabel. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, And that's so beautiful. So this is, um, okay, so this is, we can say, a a great thing to be able to hear the, the music of this particular tree. But as you said, that the plant sitting next to you, the plant in your home, and I use plant music when I'm down. Um, sometimes I hear chainsaws in October, and I know trees are being cut down in my neighborhood. It makes me sad. I turn on the plant music. It lifts me up. And I hear the message, we're fine. Thank you for your love. We will still yeah. be here. That's a Prince song. <laughs> but anyway, I do hear. That's because he channeled trees, too. Yes. He just he had enough other things to talk about besides talking to the trees. <laughs> and so my point here is that as we hear this music and it, it up, uplifts us, just imagine just touching a plant or looking at the beauty of a plant and feeling the essence. And that's where this music allows us to even get deeper in that connection. Because it's like when we, it's almost like when we begin to hear our higher self or experience our higher self, there's no going back. And when we hear the music, there's no going back. And so even though we may not have a plant music machine everywhere with us, just that connection and tuning in. And we're going to talk about practicing the energetic connections with plants and nature. So I just think it's really magical. And I love how you explained that it's always around us. So let's hear this um, brief um, excerpt, Mabel's song.
just feeling the energy of the music, of the plant, of the tree, of a Douglas fir. Beautiful. Doesn't that just always uplift? It just, um, first it soothes and calms us down and makes us take that pause into the present moment. It does. It moves me immediately, like I said, into that heart space. And after I listen to it, I'm almost like so blissed out. You know, like it was a good thing you were talking because I'm just in that space, you know. <laughs> and it's it's so incredibly, you know, as a shamanic practitioner, the first time I heard the music of the plants, I was like, this is a plant leading us on a shamanic journey. Mm. And yes. it's just my heart just comes wide open every time I hear it. It's different every time as well. Every time. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, we are tuning in. We are attuned right now to the frequencies of nature. So let's talk a little bit more about how we can really tune in and practice these energetic connections. So no matter where people are, you know, we say get out in nature, but again, if that's not possible, we don't let that get to us. There's practices that we can do. So let's talk a little bit about that. How do we practice Absolutely. these energetic connections? Yes. Yeah, that was so perfectly put. And and the truth is, I love this again, how, you know, where these divine co-conspirators with the trees, so Mabel, you know, is a pine, a type of pine tree. And we know that those harmonics affect our pineal gland. And it, it goes on and on and on from there. But this is the perfect space for us to be having this conversation because that pineal gland is part of that activator for us. And And what, you know, the one thing that I want people to get beyond anything else is to realize that there's so much more going on in the natural realm than what you see. You know, you should really feel that music, Mabel's music, anytime you go into the natural world because it's happening. And the more that we raise and maintain our own high vibration, the more that we can receive those messages coming through the natural realm, coming through the animals. And so doing the things that support, you know, the activation of the pineal gland, of being in our divine power and our our own sovereignty. And then there are easy things where we are just asking You know, we forget that we have disconnected in whatever way that we've disconnected. And so to ask to be reconnected, no, there's no force in the universe that's going to go against your free will. And that includes the trees and the rocks and the animals. And so making that introduction, making that declaration that you are wanting to connect with, that's the point behind tree hugging. (laughs) It's about calibrating your physical and energetic field to that higher vibration that's coming through the natural realm. So something as simple as putting your hands 
on a tree is huge for recalibrating your energetic field to that natural realm frequency. Did I lose you, Miss Loren? Yes, I. We hear some tree huggers commenting on our YouTube channel saying, <laughs> uh, "Grace Aquarius says, oh yes, I hugged a tree for the first time, and it felt like it had never been hugged before. I didn't want to let it go. Ah. <laughs> well, and and that's the thing. It's that physical connection coupled with our intention and raising our vibration so that we can be connected and it will raise our vibration. And the more that we do that, it's like, you know, the more that we go to our particular, you know, favorite coffee shop, the more they know us, the more we know the process. It's a relationship. It's very different than walking into a random shop someplace. And it's the same thing with the natural realm. The You know, the trees that we already feel drawn to, but then asking, you know, who else? And again, the rocks are being so vocal as well. Um, and, you know, connecting with the field, putting yourself into the field of a rock and setting your high vibrational intentions allows the natural energetic pulsation that comes from the rock to carry your intention out with it into the ethers. So oh. the thing that, you know, what uh, the biggest message here is we don't have to struggle so much. We as humans think we got to do all of this by ourselves. And I'm here to tell you, all of the natural world, all of the energetics that go on in the natural world are here to support you. And you can learn to work with, collaborate with the natural realm, the animals, the rocks, the plants, the landscapes, the seasons <laughs> in a different way that brings in more ease and grace for you but also allows your natural energy flow to return, which brings with it that next level, or for some of you, the opening of your intuitive abilities. But we've been so disconnected and we've forgotten the true value of the natural world. It's not in, you know, cutting it down for paper or toilet paper. It's about this life force energy, this divine intelligence that we can access through the rocks, the animals, the trees, the landscapes. And that is our birthright as humans on this planet. We just forgot. And that's what I do is I help people remember and how to increase that relationship. Thank you for helping people remember this is new earth and our new relationship with nature being reactivated in this great pause. So how does one begin to connect and trust the messages, to connect to the animals or the trees? Um, you mentioned keeping the vibration high, setting the intention and asking. 
Um, what was that like for you when you first received the messages? Did you ever doubt? Oh my goodness, doubt was my middle name. <laughs> Because we're, mm-hmm. we're, that's what we're conditioned to do. We're conditioned yes. to doubt ourselves. We're conditioned to doubt Believe everything except doubt. some other authority. Yeah. You know, and so it's a muscle that, you know, the first, the first time a tree started talking to me, I was like, oh boy. <laughs> I've lost it now. There, I did it, you know. And so I had to do a lot of um, more question asking and do more research until I could begin to trust, you know. And mm-hmm. and at the beginning, the tree was explaining to me that, you know, this this is how you do it. You know, you ask the questions um, that I didn't know the answer to, that the tree would then share information with me, and I could go validate that information. And the more That's that I worked cool. with trees, yeah, the more that I worked with animals, the more that that muscle got developed. But there are also, again, you know, we're so conditioned, and we take on all sorts of other people's stuff, you know, from our own families to our partners as we move through life, from past life, you know, the cellular memories that we have, all of these aspects add to those layers that are that feel like they're between us and our natural abilities of connecting with the natural realm. And so there are times that we have to set that intention to clear away that stuff. And there's the things we don't know that we don't know. And so um, going on, you know, being guided in a shamanic journey to clear the energy that you have with animals, that your family has with animals, that your family's family had with animals, that the human race has with animals, to clear that energy, same things with the trees, with the natural realm, with the elements. You know, as humans, we have forever sought to control everything, and we, when we forgot to be in collaboration with things, and so there's a lot of undoing on the energetic levels of our psyche. And so being guided by somebody who understands this and who had this channel to them from these different energetic beings, that's one mm-hmm. way. And so when we get to, you know, the special offer, that's one of the ways. Sometimes we are like, I want to connect more with the animals or the trees, but I feel like there's these blocks. Well, just think about our human history and all the things that have gone on. <laughs> there's a lot of air to clear. <laughs> and even though we come with, you know, this pure heart, you know, I just love animals and I love the natural world so much, but we have to, you know, we have to, again, stand up in our infiniteness and, and, and take accountability and take responsibility and clear those aspects away so that we can continue on and go deeper in that connection with the animals and the natural world. Because I, there's so much more going on than meets the eye, and that is from the house plant, you know, in your living room, mm-hmm. to your dog, your cat, your horse, the trees, the mountains. There's so much more going on. And as you develop the muscles to read and track that energy in new ways, you realize how much all of your asking is being answered and you've been missing it. You've been misinterpreting it. 
Wow, yes. Well, we want to develop those muscles. It really is the the way the ind- indigenous are connected with the land and they read it. So these are skills. So when you when you first um and yes, by the way, we do have a lot of energy to clear with the animals and I want to share that my cat came up and is sitting on my notebook. I like to take notes during the show and she is right covering my notebook. So when we tune in to the animals that way, <laughs> when you first, like, give us an example of um, as you, if we were to be out in nature and we come across, let's say, an animal, what's that like? You've got, um, you call this shadow animal. What is that? What is our shadow animal? Oh my gosh, I love that whole topic. So we know that the animals have messages for us. And we love it when it comes from our cat or our dog, you know, like that's all exciting. But when it comes from the things that bring up an intense emotion in us, maybe it's a spider, maybe it's a snake, you know, lions, tigers, bears, oh my. (laughs) The things that bring up an intense emotion that's a shadow animal. Everybody talks about power animals, which are super great and cool, and we love having those energetic animal allies. Well, shadow animals are also energetic allies that are acting as mirrors to reflect back to us something that we're not able to see or something that is in the dark still for us. For example, when I was going through my own opening and my own development and my own expansion and stepping into it, um, I had a fear of spiders, like a serious, like, ah, I can't even scream because I'm paralyzed with fear. So um, I had already been developing, you know, a new take on animals and especially shadow animals. And um, I was sitting on the floor of my home in the cross-legged position, and I had shorts on, and um, I was going through some CDs, and all of a sudden I look, you know, that little triangle area that's created in in between your legs, there's a black widow spider (laughs) standing there. She was behind the CDs, and I didn't know, and, and she fell into that space. So anybody who knows anything about black widows knows that they are very poisonous, and it, it, while it might not kill you, it's going to hurt like hell. And it, where she was was very close to some very sensitive tissues, if you get my drift. So I'm like, oh, no, what am I going to do? Um, mm-hmm. But I was on to it enough. You know, this was early on in me learning to step out. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I'm just going to breathe, and I'm going to keep my eye on her. And I very slowly got up. And I was letting her know, thank you for the message, even though I don't understand it right now and I'm really scared. And I was able to um, get her into another container and relocate her to a safer place someplace else and then listen in. Like I said, this was a time in my life when I was first starting to step into my path and into the possibilities that I could have these abilities. And that black widow spider, because it's a venomous spider, so we know that it's about outside toxicity. I was learning about mind management, how to manage my own mind that would want to run me in circles at that time. I was also learning about 
food and nutrition and a clean, plant-based, healthy diet. And I had not been eating like that at that time. So I understood the parallels and the transferability of the venomness, the toxicity of this spider. And I was so grateful. Spider is also about what are you weaving? If I stayed in that toxicity of what I was putting in my body and in my mind, I could tell you exactly what I was going to create, more of the same, more of the disconnection, more of the depression, more of the anxiety, more of the unfulfillment in my life. I had an opportunity, it was a choice point for me to interact with the energy that presented itself as a black widow spider in a very intimate place near my body to interact with that differently, and it made all the difference. Here we are, flash forward a decade or so, a little bit more, and here I am teaching other people how to do this, helping them unpack their energetic backpacks. And spider is one of my power animals now because I was able to change my understanding of the energy that spider brought when it came to talk to me. And all of us as humans can do this. This is how we're supposed to be doing it. (laughs) This is how it works, but we've forgotten, and it's been suppressed in our lineages for so long that being disconnected and having a fear of the natural world is the norm, and nothing could be further from the truth. That's the real disclosure that needs to be happening on Mm -hmm. our planet right now about our potency and our power and our connection to the natural realm. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that story. I know that each of us could be looking back in our life to shadow animal experiences. And I want to share a very interesting one because I did get the message and, and this is how we do it. So there was I was in Peru on 11-11-11 on a trip. There was about 15 of us, and it was a sacred trip, a very sacred journey. And my roommate, we got back from going to sacred sites, and in our room on the desk was, I moved a camera, and underneath this camera was a scorpion. And I, of course, squealed and screamed. My friend. It's our human reaction. Yes. It's our our human reaction. Well, my tree hugger friend, she's a tree hugger. She jumps up, sees what's going on, grabs a pocket knife, whips it open, and cuts this this Scorpio in three pieces, which I was like, oh my goodness. And. So we're talking about the reflection in the mirror. Well, later, the very next day, I mean, I thought about that. It was like, what was going on there? And I realized how my reaction totally caused her to do that. And I took responsibility. And it was just very interesting because the information that I received from that had me take responsibility in a way that maybe I wouldn't have taken responsibility. So that's very interesting. Yes. And that's the thing is, Mm -hmm. yes, those connections and how the animals will show us a message that we wouldn't get on another way because, you know what, it's easier and in our spiritual maturity and sophistication, we'll dance all around it. But if something's wrong and something happens to an animal or our, our beloved companion animal, something happens and we're not understanding it, we will go into action. Mm-hmm. And 
that's the power of the natural world. So we can develop and and nurture these natural skills. Um, you mentioned it's clearing the energy, uh, and it's actually in our ancestral lines as well. You know, it's um, look at how many animals were not treated uh, fairly um, in our world. So, um, and and so the elementals too. And so, what would you say? Okay, here we are. We want to connect with nature. Now let's make this solution to new earth. How can we connect in with this life force energy in nature and connect with solutions, wildly creative solutions on actions that we can take for changing the world in a new way? Well, and this goes back to what you were saying about that doubt. We need to doubt our doubt. We, in our own selves, we have a doubt that that tree talked to us or that rock (laughs) was sharing with us or the dog or the plant or whatever it is. We've got so much doubt. We all say we want the big downloads for this new earth, but then when we get them, we're in doubt about it. And so we can either continue to keep rinsing and repeating and doing it like that, or we can step out of our comfort zone and really take a stand for our infiniteness and our connection to all of life force energy and our inherent ability to receive and intuit those messages and we begin to practice first of all we know when we're calibrating our energy we know that nothing of a low vibration is going to be brought to us from the trees or the animals or the natural world it's it's always something of love and so we begin to learn some discernment which also allows us to stand in our confidence of what's coming through but it's about taking that time to be in the natural realm and I love helping people have different ways and learning different ways you know whether it's a a shamanic journey whether it's a journey through the music of the plants whether it's about learning about again those knee-jerk reactions we have as humans to our shadow animals and what it's really wanting to open us up to it's about taking time in in the natural rhythm of a day, of a month, of a season, and being intentional and planting intentional seeds and then coming back and tending to them and course correcting and being responsible for the energy that shows up. And if we don't like it, knowing that we are infinite and we can work with that natural realm to shapeshift that energy. And we can live a life that seemed like it was only possible in our dreams. I'm the poster child from that feeling like I didn't have any real specialness to, oh my gosh, spending two years under the tutelage of the trees and being able to bring forward these nature-channeled programs. So I'm, I'm delighted to be in the company of like-hearted souls who, again, are all along the spectrum, those who are like, 
oh my gosh, this makes sense, even though I don't know why this makes sense. <laughs> and I'm not sure I'm going to explain tree hugging to my partner, all the way to the people that are like, oh my gosh, yes, I've got, they're all named, they're on my team. You know, the folks who are who are looking to go to that next <laughs> level. So it's just, to me, it, nature is the embodiment of magic in this dimension and it is a great portal for us to connect into and in these days when this veil is thinner because the hum of the industrial world has come you know to a pause this is the time for those of it those of you who feel that profound connection to the animals in the natural realm to go to that next level to be at to ask them take me expand me to that next level of connection with you yes okay all right and you you say to question whether we're flowing in this natural rhythm or whether we're working against our own energetic wiring what do you mean by this, and how can we tell when we're really in that natural rhythm? Well, when we're in the natural rhythm, things flow. <laughs> it doesn't mm. feel like struggle. That's beautiful. And that's it exactly. <laughs> like, I know if, I'm str- if I say, I've got to figure this out, I know ah. I'm on the wrong track. Like, okay. as soon as those words either come to my mind or come out of my mouth, I'm like, oh, that's why it's not working because I, in my humanness, disconnected from my infiniteness, is trying to figure this out. Well, I can tell you it ain't going to (laughs) happen. But if I get centered, if I get into my infiniteness and my oneness with all that is, then I enter that quantum field, that quantum field of possibilities that are infinite, where before there were no or limited possibilities. And definitely there is a possibility for what I'm looking to call in, in that quantum field. So that's the first step to catch myself in my humanness of trying to do it alone, to try and get her done. You know, like mm-hmm. that's not going to work in this energy. We're being asked to, to relate to the energy in a different way. And working with nature, to me, has been the easiest way to tune in and connect to my natural abilities and then receive that divine on-demand guidance in my everyday life. Well, I am feeling an urge for you to lead us on an experience. Can you take us to... An attunement with nature? Oh, my goodness. That'll be so fun. Yes, let's do that. Um, Let me just feel in here and see, because I know the rocks have been so vocal here. And so, yeah, let's just go. If everybody can just um, take a drink of water, first of all, for a little hydration. Whenever we work in the energy, we are electrical beings, and we need that hydration, that water, to help flow that energy and to have a good integration. So we're going to do that, and then I'm going to ask everybody to just close your eyes and return to your breath. Nice, long, slow, deep inhales through your nose. 
and nice, long, slow, complete exhales through your mouth and use sound to help shift that energy that tends to get stuck in our physical bodies. Each breath moving us from that headspace, that space of strategizing and figuring things out and settling us down into that heart space, settling us down into that heart space where we enter that quantum field of possibilities. And from this heart-centered space, all of us being transported to the medicine wheel, this sacred stone circle out here in the forest, surrounded by the trees, the wildlife, the mountains. And all of us facing that direction of the east, seeing these beautiful stones outlined in a circle, bigger stones on each of the directional four points. And our teams are asking us to all face and honor that direction of the east, which correlates with that element of air. And so as we face that direction of the east, we come into union, alignment, and collaboration with all of life force energy. We invoke and we activate our sacred alliance with the animals, the plants, the minerals, the elementals, the four directions, the four elements, the benevolent ancestors, the unseen high vibrational allies, our higher selves and the divine, and we activate this grid here now today for new possibilities for getting out of our lower vibrational thinking mind to connect deeper to that life force energy that runs through every living being in that natural realm. Feeling the connection and being held by the trees that surround us in this circle. Feeling those animals of the direction of the east, the birds, the eagles, the hawks, the owls, the ravens, the woodpeckers, the songbirds, feeling them joining us all around, inviting us to release and step out of that lower thinking mind that gets us stuck in the old ways of doing things and away from the magic in our everyday life feeling the infusion of that element of air, creating new possibilities for you. And now feeling into which bird is it that's here to speak with you? Is it the hawk? Is it the eagle? Is it the owl? Is it a cardinal? Notice if this is a bird you already have, in a relationship with, or if this is a new friend, a new ally, notice how you feel around this bird, how you feel expanded, and know that you can return here to this sacred space to commune and converse with this special bird energy whenever you need, and that this bird will go with you from this space to remind you of new possibilities in your own personal expansion of your energetic field to allow you that access interdimensionally to receive that divine guidance and intelligence 
in your life for you and your animals and the planet. Staying in that breath, landing in gratitude for the time and space to have these soulful interactions. And just breathing, feeling yourself being connected in the heart space to all of your sisters and brothers around this circle, giving gratitude to our beautiful host for creating this space for us to have this experience, to be invited deeper into the natural realm. Staying connected at that heart space, but beginning to wiggle around in your seat as you come back to now. And Loren, thank you so much for allowing us the opportunity to have that pause and to connect with the birds. I didn't know that's who we were going to connect with, but I love it because it's the birds. All of those birds speak about getting yes. out of our thinking mind and connecting mm. to higher possibilities. And that's what all of us are being asked to do during this global pause. We're reframing that. What is it that your soul is calling you? Yes, that is a powerful connection. Okay, I had an image. This was so cute. What was that Disney image of the cartoon where he's walking and the birds are flying all around him? Was that like Mary Poppins or something? But I saw that image with the bluebirds and we were one with the animals. <laughs> and then yeah. as we saw these birds, I, oh my gosh, when we wake up in the middle of the night, and we hear the owls out in the tree when we are outside um, and we look up in the sky and we see eagles flying above us. This is really um, tuning into that animal. Do you have something yes. to say on just asking for the message or just feeling, right, just taking that moment to be in the now? Yes. So what we do is we ask and ask and ask and ask, and we don't ever wait and listen and tune in uh, for that answer. So first of all, we're always asking like way too many things. Like we, if we're serious about really shifting into power, being powerful manifestors and creators, you got to get really focused. So don't come in with your laundry list. Like pick one thing mm. that you're really you know on fire about right now. You really want to see a shift here, wherever it is, whatever area of your life, and stick to that. So you know, take it out into nature, raise your vibration, connect with the trees, connect with the animals, connect with that life force energy that is pulsating through the very planet that we're standing on. Mm -hmm. Connect yeah. with that and ask your question. Remember, questions, uh, they put the flow of energy, they engage the flow of energy. If you have a judgment or a conclusion like, I can't do this or I'll never get it or I don't understand this, that stops the flow of energy. So you always want to be in the questions. Everything needs to be a question. I wonder what it would take for me to connect with this tree. I wonder what it would take for me to connect with that rock. I wonder what it would, you know, whatever. Um, but we ask the question. We put it out there intentionally. And then we watch. Once you get facile, once you get more masterful at it, I, I get instantaneous responses. Now, if it's a very highly charged situation for me personally, I might need three hours. I might even need three days to be in the listening. But you have to 
set your container. So if you're just new to understanding all of the symbology and the messages that come through the natural world, give yourself that room. I'm going to be in the listening. I'm going to be in the watching. I'm going to be in the awareness of how the natural world shows up for me after I ask this question for the next three days. And let's see, let's say we see an owl. Well, we first of all, we want to acknowledge like, oh my gosh, that's not common, you know, to see an owl during the day or to see an owl here or whatever it is and then we feel in first how do we feel about that animal or that tree or whatever it is that shows up for us maybe we drive around a corner and we're in this beautiful expanded landscape all of the sudden however mm -hmm. it shows up what does it bring up for you first then you can go to Ted Andrews, then you can come and ask me, then you can do all the, you know, dictionary kinds of stuff, but you want to feel into it first because the intuitive messages trigger your personal subconscious mind, which has its own library. That's why it's about your personal relationship with the natural world. Yes our own relationship that we are developing. So, mm -hmm. all right, you've got a beautiful course that allows people to learn this. You've got channeled courses from nature, nature channeled courses. What I love about this, Anna Maria, is that you would ask the trees, get information, and then go look it up and learn that, wow, they were giving you validated information right you would go look up what they gave you and you yeah. knew nothing about it so this is really fascinating let's talk about the course and how people can work with that and what's it all about well it's such a fun course like putting it together exactly you know to help people activate their sacred alliance with the natural realm so there's five modules i would call it like um you know, like, it's called the poo-poo platter in the Chinese cuisine mm -hmm. world where you get a little bit of everything. This is my poo-poo platter. <laughs> so <laughs> it starts in the first module with this seven-part shamanic journey where I take you through these seven different activation journeys to clear and release all of that karmic density that we have with the natural world as humans. So that is so potent, and it's seven different activation journeys, and so you can pace yourself through it and be in the listening, and there's an intro and an orientation to explain to you how to work with that. And then in module two, I take you, I have a video where I talk about calibrating your field to the natural realm. So I go into depth, you know, we've talked about a couple things here, but I explain your, your energy field and the things that you can do to raise your energy, your vibration, which your folks actually, they know how to do this because they're doing it anyway, <laughs> but we can do it with a purpose to connect with the natural world. In Module 3, I take you through activating the power of the seasons in your life. So I share four different, um, it's, they're multimedia presentations about each of the seasons and the energetic and metaphysical meanings and potency of each of the seasons and how to work with them the most effectively. This is what helps us stay on track. This is part of that building that confidence in what we're receiving from the natural world. Then we go into module four, 
which is the shadow animal energy. So it's a whole module where I explain what are shadow animals? How do you work with them? Um, how do they help us deepen our connection with all of the animals and especially our own personal intuitive abilities? This is huge stuff that most of us, our lower mind and our fear just keeps us away from. And the animals are inviting you in in a new way. Then module five, which we've talked a lot about here today, is the music of the plants. And I take you on an activation journey to deepen your connection with the natural world. And so I share a journey that I take you on with the music of my plants um, to go into deepening this connection with the natural world. And again, the plant itself is is delivering these harmonics, these frequencies that awaken aspects of your energetic field. So it's it's super empowering, it's phenomenal, and because you can't take in all of that information and not have a place to go with your questions that are naturally going to come up, I include a live group session. And anyone who's ever been in any of my live group sessions, I answer your questions, but you get a reading too. <laughs> so it's a fun way to come together with other uh, like-hearted souls like this, where you can call in and I'll answer your questions about the coursework and I'll do a reading for you to feel into your next steps um, and what's looking to be expanded in your field. Of course, I also have a bonus um, in there, journeying with the elementals, uh, which is a lot of fun. So this is a, a wonderful package to help you really delve into each of the topics that we talked about today. There's also an option to upgrade. So you get the whole course, all of those modules, the live group session with the readings, and then you can upgrade to include a private session with me. And they are as fun as you would think they would be. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can have my attention, my energy for 30 minutes. We're going to look in there. Like I said, I'm all about helping people unpack their intuitive backpacks and understand the messages coming from the animals in the natural realm. So we would have 30 minutes to look at that, to see what your team has to share with you, and then to get your questions answered. So this is a fun, potent, packed, energetic uh, offering, and, and I'm honored to be sharing it in this community. So thank you for this opportunity. Oh, we love your energy there, Anna Maria. Thank you so much. I want to say that that special offer is right here on this page. Look for that button, click it and check it out. A personal session and the great teachings from Anna Maria to really tune in and connect. I want to share a comment coming in from Monique in Switzerland. She says, Anna Maria is so, 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 so great at teaching others to connect. Learning from her was such a blessing and so much fun. Thank you for that comment, Monique. And we would have, um, so you can get a personal session with Anna Maria. We are going to take a moment right now and take a few callers so you can get a reading from Anna Maria or ask her your question, uh, have, have her help you interpret anything that you've experienced. Um, so if you're on the phone or the web call, star two allows you to raise your hand. All right. I want to share as well. Thank you, Marie. There's this Marie who shares that the song that I was referring to for that image was Zippity Doo Dah. <laughs> yes. 
Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> I could hear it playing in my head too. <laughs> okay, zip. And thank you to Monique too. That's I, I love it when when folks from my tribe show up and 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 share their experiences. So thank you. Yeah, now I'm gonna have zippity doo dah in my head the rest of the night too. <laughs> I know. Me and the dog you know will be what? dancing to it later. <laughs> yes, and that is we we always on this program say and and keep the focus on new earth we always encourage everyone to hold the vision of new earth and that zippity doodah with uncle ramus remus that is my vision of new earth this communion this happiness this freshness and we're seeing it um today i mean we're seeing it out here and tomorrow is earth day we've been saying new earth day for a while now and it truly does feel like new earth day so it's really fun and amazing okay before we get to our phone line sharon has a question and she shares i got a I got a red bird, forgot the name, but you mentioned it, Anna Maria, and it is new for her. What do you get as the message for Sharon? Yes, that's so interesting, Sharon, that you would say that because I wasn't going to say cardinal, but then it flew in. And so mm. I know when I'm doing those that, you know, they're working with y'all too. You know, your teams are co-conspiring with my team. And so I knew that that was coming through for someone. So it's a cardinal. And that is all about recognizing and acknowledging your divinity. And it's interesting because Cardinal also has a connection to the ancestors, to those who've crossed over. And I very much have a grandmother energy attached with that Cardinal for you. So this is about heeding the wisdom of the grandmothers. And, you know, your grandmother is being a little tongue-in-cheek, you know, about, like, her wisdom. But she's talking the ancestors you know, remembering the wisdom of the ancestors and your divinity. You're, you're directly connected to this whole circle of life. Okay. Very good. All right. Let's go to our phone line. We're going to go to Hilo, Hawaii, and area code 808. Hello, you are unmuted. Hi. How's it going? Good. Hi. What's your name, Hello. please? Hi, my name's Deb, and Deb. I have a lot of chickens around my house, but one thing I was wondering, I watched my cat, watched these little chickens, and he just watched them walk by. Mm. <laughs> That's funny, because he's smart. <laughs> he's like, while they look like they would be fun to chase, I, I don't know. I think I'm up against something here. <laughs> So wise cat, first of all. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't taste the chickens. But I thought it was so cute because it's right around the right size of birds he does chase. And they were on their right. own without the hen. But, you know, he still just let them walk right by his face. I was like, hmm. <laughs> what an honoring. I love chickens. Um, and that energy that comes with chicken energy, of course, is all about the feminine. It's about that fertility. And now we're at a point where in, you know, ancient times it was about sacrifice. And we don't need to connect with our animals in that way anymore. So where can you let go of the need 
to sacrifice, and this is all connected to your feminine energy, so often we buy into those conditions of, you know, like, we got to struggle, we got to do it all, we got to, especially as a woman, you know, Wonder Woman syndrome kind of thing. And where can you release the, those old conditions that are going to open you up to new possibilities of fertility and abundance? Hmm. I wonder if that has anything to do with the pain in my foot. <laughs> inability to move forward absolutely so i would sit out with your cat and your chickens and ask some questions why wouldn't i want to move forward why would i you know how would it serve me to make this difficult what's going on and it is there's those times where in the past using our shadow masculine energy we could muscle through things but we're at a time and space in, on this human timeline where that doesn't work anymore. And so you're being asked to flow in that feminine energy more, which is about calling it in and receiving it instead of going out and making it happen. So um, I would definitely connect with that wise Buddha cat of yours because, like you said, to know the difference between, you know, a random bird in the yard and, oh, these are my friend's babies, that's tremendous. So your own discernment yeah, is being brought forward. He's funny. If he gets upset, then he'll go spray around my house. And I'm like, what? Is, why are you so upset? <laughs> He's safe in here and everything else, but somehow something pushes his buttons. It's funny. Well, and again, that moving forward piece, all of it's connected, all of this stuff, it's not random at all. And so when we're not able, you know, like there are times where we're like, these are about my boundaries, but we know we're kind of wishy-washy with them. And if someone gets through <laughs> that first, you know, kind of obstacle, they're going to get us because we, we just got such a heart, a soft heart. And so any time, especially if we're looking to move forward in our life, if we don't have, you know, we're not standing in our power, then we've got these wishy-washy boundaries. Mm -hmm. Our animals are going to rush in to try and create boundaries. They're either going to be over-barky at people. They're going to be over-marky of the territory. So I would just spend some time. This is a perfect, you know, tomorrow we're going to have focus on this earth energy, really, this new earth energy. Great time for you to look at how does it serve you to not move forward? Okay, great. Yeah, I knew there was something, you know, blocking me or, you know, something wanting to come through that isn't totally flowing because it's not flowing. It's like stuck. <laughs> right? There are those times. And that's our intuitive development cycle, and it's natural. The more we come into tune with the natural rhythms and cycles, we can ride the waves with greater ease and grace. And we know when to be in action around shape-shifting the energy and when we know we're going to ride this. You know, this is a natural flow. So it, I would work on um, that power center chakra. That's a big one that coming up here because that's what's going on for all of us on the planet right now. Our power, our innate power, doesn't come from any other source. And we just have to get centered and stand in our power and start to feel our truth from there. And then we can move forward and we can feel in and make divinely guided choices on each step. I love that the animals are supporting you so much and they just love you. So feel, definitely receive that love. Yeah, it's funny. It's almost like, 
on top of it, too, it's like not trusting the universe, too. You mm-hmm. know, a little bit. Something in there, which is interesting because I usually always trust the universe. Right? <laughs> and isn't it so. phenomenal? It only took the whole world shutting down for a little bit <laughs> for you to get to that, you know, because all of us, you know, when we're in the positive abundance manifestation, oh, we're real trusting then, but that's not real trust. <laughs> it's those moments when we can't see when you know we're in the darkness we're in the mystery that we can say with confidence okay this is what I see in the 3d but that's not my truth my truth is XYZ whatever it is we still acknowledge what's showing up how it's affecting us that's what I go you know I everyone texts their friends when something happens I run out to the trees I'm like you're not going to believe this and then I tell them I dump <laughs> it to them and then I stand back in my truth I know that's what it looks like but my truth is this and that's how we and they're the divine antenna you know amplifying all of that so the more that you can do this inner work in that natural realm in that connection it's a natural booster you know, well, while you were saying that, what I got, I wonder how much of this is really mine and how much of it is just the collective that is wanting to ding, get ding, cleared ding, clean. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing. We spend so much time clearing everybody else's stuff, and it is such a waste of our energy. We have to learn first. And in Calibrate, in that first module, I talk about this. Um asking who does this belong to because what we do is we spend so much time trying to clear everybody else's stuff it doesn't help them and it makes us exhausted and depleted by the time we actually get to our own stuff and then we feel like we're ineffective and then we have an excuse to doubt and be in in lack of confidence it's such a freaking racket (laughs) that's so funny that's kind of where i feel like i'm in in the midst of this oh my god (laughs) Just craziness, yep. you know, and I know it's not my craziness. <laughs> so, yes, exactly, yeah. okay, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I would I'm say kidding. module one, module one for sure. I mean, I mean, um, module two, well, definitely module one, but module two with the calibration, and then I would upgrade to the private session so we can go in deep and see what else is, you know, swirling around in the field that, you know, doesn't need to be creating chaos for you anymore. Oh, cool. Well, thank you. Your call's been really enlightening. I love it. Yeah, and thank you for some of that Hawaii sunshine. We'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Spread that around. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Deb. Good to speak with you. All right. Aloha. Aloha. You know, we've chatted before. We're going to go to another caller. Um, isn't it interesting, Ana Maria? You know, we've got there's there's stories, legends, indigenous stories of the bird people and return of the bird tribe. There's even a book called that. And when we go out and do ceremony, and ceremony is done on the land um, in honor of Pachamama, look up and, and we can see birds appear, whether it's, um, you know, in Peru, whether it was condors or wherever we are on the planet. Isn't that fascinating that <laughs> birds appear? Now, this is kind of wild, but my 
Now, see, I'm kind of embarrassed, and this is where we have to get over our doubt. But I've heard that birds are multidimensional, and they can go in and out as they do. What are your thoughts on that? Absolutely. And what I see, again, you know, like chicken egg kind of thing, what I also have had it explained to me as is um, the high vibrational interdimensional energies will make cameo appearances um, in different animals and how most people will see it. So it's almost like you're doing ceremony. And then the ancestors see you doing ceremony and they send, you know, like, cue the eagle, (laughs) you know, like, it's almost (laughs) like you're in the movie and there comes the bunny or there comes the eagle. Uh, But most of us have seen it with our own companion animals. So, like, you know, we'll have an animal who crosses over and then all of a sudden we look at our cat one day and we're like, that cat has never done that, and that's exactly what the other cat did. And, yes. the, and they're typically, they are, the other cat is making a cameo appearance just for a few minutes. Sometimes that's, you'll see them because they're looking up at the ceiling or whatever, but oh, they'll just pop in quickly. Yeah, yes. and so you can just say, oh, my gosh, thank you. I acknowledge that, you know, because it's a gift to you. Yes. It's a hello. It's a reminding you they're still there. They still want to work with you. They still have, you know, uh, energetic meetings they'd love to have with you. You guys still have so much to do on this planet together. And so let's talk a little bit. We've got one more caller that we're going to take, but let's talk a little bit about toning and when you tone in nature, we can tone to animals. If people have done that, we've we've had stories of people bringing birds back to life, or you know, a bird being stunned and toning, and it wakes up and comes back to life. But there's something going on here as well. Can you expand that? Well, right. So this is exactly what we were talking about earlier, where that your that tree, Mabel, is always. Um, emitting, releasing those harmonics, those frequencies, always. But we don't hear it because it's not in our audible range. Now, when we're talking about um, any kind of toning, let's say we are delivering harmonics, specific harmonics and frequencies into the field, either into our field or into that uh, animal's field, whatever it might be. And this reminds me... um, back to the the music of the plants, one of these studies, because we can talk anecdotal and energetic all day, but what I love is that sweet spot where science meets the metaphysics and there's the crossover. And mm-hmm. so in northern Italy, they've done studies where they put, um, they played music of the plants uh, to certain patients and then other ones did not get to hear that music. And what they found was the patients who were exposed to the music of the plants were released from the hospital three days sooner than those who were not exposed to the music of the plants. And my understanding is those plants are emitting, sharing that life force energy, reminding you of who you are, reminding yourselves, reminding, you know, life, you know, like life, be living, that that's what's happening. And so when we are toning, we are delivering 
harmonic healing. So you could see how, again, everything, it's all connected, and we're delivering it in different ways. I took that whole study with the delivering of the harmonics to a whole nother level because they were using, and no offense to our random houseplants that I'm going to mention here, they were using random houseplants. Now let's say, like in my own personal line of CBD, I record the music of the mother cannabis plants and play it to the seedlings and then I also give that recording to the people who uh, purchase my CBD so that they can play that for themselves and their animals. So you see how we, can, we are learning more and more different ways to work with harmonics and delivering those healing frequencies. Again, whether we're chanting, toning to a stunned bird, whether we are relieving arthritis in our grandmothers or our grand dogs, whatever it might be, the plant world, the natural world, the stuff you don't see going on, there's so much potency in there. There's so much power that's available to us that we've forgotten about. And it's time that we remember the important part that we play in on this planet, in this circle. Yes. Happy remembering, everyone, and happy connecting with nature in such this deep, deep way and this natural birthright that we have that feels so good and so luscious. I want to say as well that I, for anybody who purchases Anna Maria's special offer, either option, we're going to include a bundle of plant music, um, just uplifting experiences as well. Just And this is a collaboration as well between you and I because it's just magic. And, and yes. when we have hospitals that let people get out of the hospital sooner because they're listening to this music, that right there is validation to me. I mean, we've had our own testimonials from people who've yes. gotten off blood pressure medicine and whatever by listening to this plant music and our own experience with it. So we're going to offer um, this beautiful bundle for everybody who purchases Anna Maria's special offer. Okay. Very And the very truth is cool. the more they listen to that plant music, that's mm -hmm. such an easy way to raise your vibration. It's yes. naturally reminding you and your energetic system of who you be and the possibilities. When I first started working with plant music, I would just play it in the background all damn day long because it was yes. so I could feel it felt mm -hmm. like it was moving and shifting things and again that ease that that remembrance it's like if it's like when you sit and listen to these quantum conversations you remember you know in two hours from now when you're at the grocery store or at the office you might not remember <laughs> but in mm -hmm. that moment when you're in that frequency you remember and that's what we want to do more of <laughs> yes and the plant music sometimes i get so lost in my work and the creativity that yes. flows it really i and mean the it downloads just, and the downloads, and, and so take notes, too. Keep a journal, everyone, when you listen to plant music and, and this plant music because you will be guided, and then you will be inspired when to take that divine action, as Anna Maria has said today. So um, it's a beautiful, beautiful technology. Your connection with people is truly beautiful as how you help them connect. So let's go to... 
uh, our final caller today. We're going to go to, um, this is, I believe it's Janice in Kansas City, Missouri. Hello, you are unmuted. Hello. Yes, hello. Thank is you for having me. Hi, is this Janice? Yes, it is. Okay, hi. I am very a, new yeah. to this um, plant music. I've heard of a lot of the other music, and so I'm just asking if there's anything that like, you could share with me of how to help myself grow. I'm just, with all of this being home, I'm actually not working every night. So I'm actually getting a chance to remember who I am and would love some insight. Yes. Well, I have to tell you, there's um, all of these ponderosa pines outside of the window. I call it my viewing window. And all of a sudden, like, they all lit up. And then my horses came into view, and now the birds. So there's this excitement similar to what I experienced this morning when I was talking with the trees about coming to have this quantum conversation. And when that happened, happens when I'm meeting with somebody like that strong, I know the connection that you have to the natural realm. And again, when we're in our daily grind and hustle, we forget about our connection. We forget how about how great we feel when we're out in the woods and or when we're, you know, just out in nature. And so this is that confirmation for you that yes, for all of these energetic aspects for keeping your connection your one of your natural portals is being with the animals being in nature and so when we are when we already have that natural propensity that's when especially during these times we can connect in and it can be so much easier it doesn't have to be like it was when i was first trying to figure it out because <laughs> i already give you the steps on how to do it so you're not fumbling around but this is that piece where you follow isn't it interesting? Isn't it curious that normally you might not be able to follow these shows and then you catch this one and it's about that natural connection. And then when you connect with me, all of the nature here in the 3D world comes out <laughs> and they're here. So I would take that as a huge acknowledgement of your natural propensity to connect with the natural world and get answers, not just connect. Like I'm talking two-way conversations. That I haven't done yet, but I'm looking forward to it. I always told people I was much more comfortable with animals than I ever was with people. Yes. You're the one, the little girl who was under the table with the dog at the family gatherings. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was me. So I would definitely <laughs> encourage you to follow that because – Growing up, I, I was the girl who was under the table or in the other room with the cat or whatever, but I would have never called myself an animal communicator. But it's only because I didn't understand how energy flowed, how it worked, the different telepathic ways that the animals, the trees, the rocks connect with you. What does that look like? What does that feel like? What does that sound like? So flash forward to my epiphanies, to my being introduced to all of it and the trees helping me unwind it and the animals. And so now I'm here to help you 
get in your backpack and say, oh, this gets connected here and this is how it flows for me. So I'm excited that you were here today and that you called in. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Janice. Have fun with that. Well, I plan on it. <laughs> and okay. I just want you to know, it's gone, like, when she came on, like I said, the trees lit up, the horses came into view, these birds started coming in, now there's nothing. It's just an empty pasture. <laughs> Interesting. And these are the signs, this is what we look for, yes. and tuning in and connecting in, we will receive that information. And so that's the knowing what we know, that we know inside. So as we say goodbye, I'd like to leave you with a little bit more about that, how you know what you know, what you know inside. How do so you know that, what you know? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I wasn't sure if you were leaving that open-ended for folks or um, if that was for me. But what's so interesting is it's that discernment. You use it up against your vibrational scale. Does this feel high vibration? Does this feel low vibration? And then we have to discern it because there are times, you know, I'm talking about animals and nature so people will understand this. Like we are like, oh, my gosh, I love my dog so much I'm going to do this, this thing, whatever it is. But in actuality, that's fear disguised as love. What the truth is behind that is I'm afraid if I don't do this thing that something bad will happen. So we have to start to discern love and fear. Is this love or is this fear? And that's the first step. And the more time that we take, like in module two, where we talk about recalibrating your field to that natural energy, the more in tune you are with that at first it becomes like, you know, like when you first start meditating, oh, I had to struggle through the first 30 seconds, you know, and then I didn't even make it past a minute. But eventually you build the muscle. It's the same thing. You start to attune yourself to the vibration and you can, it doesn't matter what it looks, smells, or feels like, you will just know that you know. And there are times mm -hmm. where, you know, you learn to ask the secondary questions too. Because there are times that something comes through and we get so excited that we got something that we just go there but there's more information that would actually inform us some more and again whenever we get a strong reaction you don't want to just take that at face value again whether we think it's high vibrational or low we want to get curious about that so that we can really be clearer and that's what we do we track the energy we follow it we really look at it like we're scientists and we begin to trust the more that we work with those trees the more we work with those rocks or those animals the more we build that relationship the more we've asked questions had them answered and learned where we can trust so if you dive in today I can promise you, if we were to talk a year from now, our conversation would be very different because you would have exercised that confidence. You would have doubted that doubt. You would have been in the practice of that. You would have been working on who does this belong to, all of these things that are huge energy drains to us and keep us from moving forward that keep us from standing in our light. So it's crucial that we take this invitation from the natural world to learn to connect 
in a deeper way because of times like this where we need to know and have access to that on-demand guidance so that we know, do I need to be in inspired action or do I need to be sitting in the listening some more? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Beautifully said and beautiful tips for everyone to develop these muscles, to develop this intuition, to develop this connection to the natural realm. And just imagine in a year from now, using these tools, these teachings, these modules from Ana Maria, how different. Wow, we will be in a beautiful place. And that is warming to all of our hearts. We really feel that. And that is beautiful. Thank you so much, Anna Marie Vasquez. You're so welcome. And again, I am just bowing in honor to you for creating the space for us to have these soulful conversations because it's important that we connect and we, we come together as a like-hearted tribe. And that is also how we increase our confidence in what we're getting when we come together as a tribe and share in these ways. So thank you for following the calling. Oh, well, thank you, too, for being here today, sharing this beautiful wisdom through your experience, through your own connection. And thank you, everyone, for being here. Our hearts are open. Gaia thanks you. The plants thank you. The animals thank you. Gosh, this is new earth, and it is here. So keep your vision and do the clearing work and flex those muscles of communication with your inner realm and be this beautiful love that you are. Thank you, Ana Maria Vasquez, and thank you, everyone, for this quantum conversation. And now it is time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. We're just going to have a little fun and move our body. Enjoy.
conversation. And thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Conference is now completed. Goodbye.